is for the money. Uh-huh. Um, I take I, I I take it as a leadership thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you know, it's skills that pay the bills. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, it's like like riding a bicycle. Uh-huh. If you ever were to leave and then go back, you got the skills, you got the fundamentals of being a manager. Now you might don't know being assistant manager or GM or something at another company. But you do got the fun you got the basic fundamentals. And two, I got the education as well. So um it it's a good thing to have, good thing to learn. Welcome to the Career Education Learners in the Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Rivers. I am thrilled and elated to have my friend Mackenzie Cooley on our show today. Mackenzie has vast management experience in the fast food industry, and we're going to have him talk about other things that he's doing at this time. How are you doing today, Mackenzie? I'm doing real good. How are you doing, uh, Mitchell? I'm doing fantastic, man. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you for having me. Well, Mackenzie, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your journey to your current career path. Okay, I, I went to college, went to community college um, back in 2004, got my associate's degree in business administration. Then I went on to Barton College, got my uh, bachelor's degree in business management. Um, then I moved ahead to Charlotte. Um, got a job at Wendy's, worked my way up from crew to restaurant manager less than a year. Wow. Um, then I went to, I worked at two Taco Bells as assistant managers. Now I'm assistant manager at um, Jama Juice. But I, but in 2015, I got a career at Prime America, which I had to put off on hold for family issues. <laughs> but now I'm back in it. So, well, I'm a district leader now, so assistant manager one place, district at another. So <laughs> I got two hacks I got to fulfill. That is fantastic. And the audience, that's where I met McKenzie from, you know, at Prime American Financial Services. And uh, he's been a great friend since then. And uh, we, we've kept in touch, and this guy has really been growing. And McKenzie, when I worked at both Jangles, I didn't move up none. <laughs> okay. I mean, I came out, I came out of school, and um, I was doing my school um, when I was at UNC Pembroke. Oh, and Central P, my community college. Um, I worked, and I didn't move up none. And so I really had to rely on my degree to get me somewhere before. And I like, yeah. man, please help me out. It took a while just for me to get on my toes. So I had to go into retail management in order to go to management. You went into management fast food industry. How was yeah. that experience? It's a it's a learning experience from being a crew and then worker to a shift lead then to the assistant manager. Um, with crew, you don't really have that much responsibility no more than make sure the customer's taken care of. Um, make sure the you know you serve the food, 
smile and stuff like that. Then when you get into management, now you got responsibilities. Um, you got to be safe served. You got to watch for temps. Your cold food got to be cold. Your hot food got to be hot. You you got to run that business like your name on the door. And, uh, you know, you got to make sure the money is accounted for. You got to make sure the food is rotated. So you got a ton of responsibilities as a manager and manage your crew. Um, make sure the place is clean inside and out. So you got a lot of um, positions that you have to fill, not only in the store and out of the store. So you got to think as the customer, and you got to, th- and you are also the eyes and ears of the owner or owners mm-hmm. of the company. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a bit transition? Now you went from crew chief to assistant manager. Was that a bit transition for you? Um. Well, um, you usually go to shift lead first. Okay. Um, no, it wasn't a big thing. Cause, uh, your, your hours don't increase. Um, the pay increased a little bit. <laughs> but you got you got just, uh, but over time, you learn more stuff. Um, editing time. Um, you got to learn how to discipline people, write people up. <laughs> um Make sure the truck order is good. Sometimes you have to put the truck up yourself if the truck person ain't there. Um, when you transition over to from that now to the assistant manager, it's really no big difference. It's just more hours and a little bit more pay. And sometimes, depending on the company, it's uh, better, a little bit better benefits, depending on where you're at. And what about that assistant manager manager? Was that, the bigger, was that the bigger transition going from assistant manager manager? Was that a bigger transition? Did that more responsibilities that you have when you become uh, from assistant manager manager? Was that the big leap to where now everybody looks at you now and the responsibilities you had as being the manager? Yeah. Uh, okay. That uh, position is okay. If you already got leadership skills, it, it it works for you. Everybody who take that position sometimes take it just for the money. Uh-huh. Um, I take I, I I take it as a leadership thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you know it's skills that pay the bills. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's like like riding a bicycle. Uh-huh. If you ever were to leave and then go back, you got the skills, you got the fundamentals. Of being a manager. Now you might don't know being assistant manager or GM or something at another company, but you do got the fund. You got the basic fundamentals, and two, I got the education as well. So, um, it it's a good thing to have, good thing to learn. It builds mm-hmm. character. It builds self esteem. Um, it 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 it. it it can get on your nerve. It, they, they can wear you out, especially the crew and then the customers. They can be nasty. The yeah, upper management nasty. So you got to you got to keep a love here. You got to be professional. You can't let it be personal. 
Now, have there been times have I let things be personal? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, I think we all have. I, you know, uh, you know, Mackenzie. I was in retail management, so I know about that transition. My big transition was a systematic manager. Now you're the head. Now you're in charge of everything, and now everything falls on you on the store, right? Inspections, uh, store inspections, um, um, and everything else that falls on yeah. you. So. Well, like at Jamba and like everything else, I took on that responsibility because I wanted to learn mm-hmm. and I wanted to move up into corporate. But I, but no, God got other plans. So okay, yeah, no, sometimes he does. He does have other plans, you know. So, so that's where the insurance company came in, and, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> you know, Danny called me uh-huh. and out of the blue. So that's how I got with Prime America. Now, how how about your education? Now, did your education help you with that transition to management as far as learning or any any skills that you um, learned or educational uh, management styles you learned in college? Did that help you when you went to fast food and was in management position? Um, yeah, it, it, uh, it yes, it 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 it, it helps. Cause college prepare you for the real world, mm-hmm. so it helps you deal with different kind of people. For all walks of life, different countries. So um, when you learn those fundamentals in college, you apply some of it to your everyday life. Mm-hmm. But then you learn the hands-on aspect once you get there. Um, there's some things that don't tell you about rotated food in college. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you how to treat customers in college. They don't teach you how to keep everything professional and, uh, you know, because, uh-huh. you know, uh, nasty people. Uh, <laughs> yes. Is, you know, they don't show up for work. <laughs> um, the budget, I mean, you know, they teach you budgeting, but see, every, every company different. So right. what might be a budget at Taco Bell uh-huh. is not the same at Wendy's right. or Jamba. Um, your management style sometimes um, differ, especially with um, time changing. Uh-huh. When I was um, in 20, 2012, uh-huh. when I became shift lead, people worked. Um, now, the some of the people have retired, and now I'm in my 40s. <laughs> mid-40s. <clears throat> so it wasn't like I'm in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Now you got the young people coming up. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. The 19, 20-year-olds. They lazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say that. I just say that they're mm-hmm. a different type of breed. Uh, I would say you have a different type of breed. Let me finish. I got, okay. a, I got a 17-year-old. She awesome. I, I I love her. I wish I can clone her and get about fifty more of her. And I'm telling you, I'll come in on my day off uh-huh. and work with with this girl uh-huh. for free. Uh-huh. But the rest of them, you got to keep it professional. Cause in your head, you mm-hmm. see you going to jail. And these yeah. Yeah. these people don't know how to raise their children right. <laughs> they run their mouth. You ask them to do something, they got lip. Mm-hmm. Um, down the phone. I mean, we didn't have that, you yeah. know, growing up. Yeah, it's a different generation, no doubt about it, McKenzie. I mean, I mean um, it's a different generation. 
<laughs> I mean, they don't think uh, you got real world uh, responsibilities. You mm-hmm. got a house, you got a wife, kids, mortgage, or rent, a car. They stay home with their parents, mm-hmm. talk back to their parents. Mm-hmm. They don't help them with no bills, nothing. Mm-hmm. They don't have no, I mean, they just go through life, just skipping through life like it's blue skies every day. And it, it gets on my nerve. Yeah, it, it can. Yeah. And I talk to other and people I, like that that work with teenagers. That's a bit different because when you're in the fast food industry, McKenzie, you're definitely going to work with a lot of teenagers, you know. And if you're fortunate enough to have some good teenagers like I work with, or mm-hmm. you have some adults that happen to still want to work there, maybe part-time, uh, maybe they married and do this part-time or whatever, then you you really are successful as far as your business is concerned because, and lucky because then you're able to have an adult dad who take that responsibility very seriously than young people. Now, I'm pretty sure it is a different generation. And I'm, I, in our generation, you did, well, you were taught to really, whenever you came on a job, be more respectful, you know, don't use profanity. Yeah, I and mean, we didn't have cell phones like they did. And so I, I would say that. Have, but it's a different, different, um, it's a different, different mindset these days. Yeah, they don't have the self-respect. Um, when we was coming up, your pants pulled up, you had a belt on, your shirt tucked in, mm-hmm. you look nice, you smell nice, <laughs> and you were polite, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Mm-hmm. It ain't like that today. It is it's it's God no, it's totally different. And um and I'm thinking, you know, maybe because I'm older. And maybe yeah. I need to be with the insurance company yeah. that are doing um, assist man with babysitting children. So in other words, you you becoming an old man. No more. It, it's not managing no more. It's, uh-huh. it's a daycare now. <laughs> so in other words, you becoming an old man on lawn. Get off my lawn. What you saying, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it, not, it, that's it, because you're in the insurance industry where you're most likely going to deal with more adults, right? More adults and more people have responsibilities. You don't really take it seriously of what you're trying to offer them, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gotta look at the yeah, but you gotta look at the fact people like me and your age, mm-hmm. we're thinking about um IRA mm-hmm. and getting ready to retire. Yeah. So what another twenty years? I, I they they ain't thinking about that. They mm-hmm. ain't thinking about retiring. What are they thinking about getting drunk on the weekend, mm-hmm. smoking weed? Yeah, well, you know, and that's most young right. people at our age, too. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna totally bash your age because they did it back in my day. But you was more respectful, I would say, was more respectful. But there is a dichotomy difference there, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show is that when you work with young employees, there's a bit different working young employees, especially with teenagers and young adults, rather than working with older adults, depending on what industry you're in. Now, when I was mm-hmm. in the um, financial industry, as far as banking is concerned, then, I, then you're dealing with more adults and more people taking it seriously and want to advance their career. Then when you're dealing with fast food, that was what I want you on the show today, is that there's a different way of leading these young people. There's a different way of your management style have to be than you are with adults. And like I said, you feel more like a babysitter to an extent. You know, and I'm pretty sure I've talked to teachers in the past on this podcast, you know, that that's a different way. Like I said, even from 2012, 2010 to today, the teaching styles that they have to do today is totally different 
with the way society is handling things today. It's totally different to society today than even was 10, 15 years ago. And so the the way you have to have the management style to deal with teenagers today is totally different than you did, like you said earlier, in 2010, 2012 era. And so how have you able to adapt even at this job here as far as dealing with young people today and get them to take seriously the job at hand and say, hey, I know this is just a job for you, but please be respectful of our customers and your fellow coworkers. Now, like, I'm the manager at night. And mm-hmm. so uh, I had to try not to be too strict mm-hmm. in the in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody got, we try to share responsibilities in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, m- my team, I got them. They, 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 they are, they are pretty good at night. Um, I got a 52 year old work there, uh, a 33 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, the 17 year old is good. The mm-hmm. the other two is questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, they got written up Sunday night mm-hmm. and cause they were cussing at one of the other managers. Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed and I let them know I was disappointed in them, mm-hmm. but it's not how we do on my shift. Even mm-hmm. when I'm not there, you need to be respectful mm-hmm. of the managers there because uh, if the owner, she, the owner got wind of it, and I'm pretty sure they're probably gonna get fired. Mm-hmm. I don't want to because you know they they're good kids, but mm-hmm. they make bad judgment, mm-hmm. and and uh, like I told them, you can't run your mouth at authority. You're gonna get in mm-hmm. trouble. Mm-hmm. And see what happened. They mm-hmm. they got in trouble. So, um, I I I, I like to work with people who mm-hmm. got um responsibilities. Mm-hmm. The people that will come mm-hmm. in to work. The but but I understand how things changed mm-hmm. in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, after COVID, um, pay wages went up. Mm-hmm. And you know, even then, people were marching for fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So now, people getting paid fifteen dollars. So now you're doing a job with three or four people, and mm-hmm. people are mad about that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of overwork there within so the industry. And the fifteen dollars is a new seven twenty five. Yeah, it really is. It really is because unfortunately, inflation has gone up. The cost of living has gone up way past the amount that we're getting these days. And even the federal wage, uh, minimum wage haven't gone up, but everybody had to go up, like you said before, because of COVID. And that forced the employers to make sure they had to raise theirs to compete to get those um, employees in, right, to attract candidates yeah. to work at their job. And so it forced them to go up. And one of the reasons I want to own here is that make sure that young people that are watching this show today to realize to take their job very seriously, to be very respectful, because even though it's just a job for you, when you go for that career job, you never know. They may make that call back to a simple job that you had, maybe at a Chick-fil-A, maybe at a McDonald's, Hardest Food Line, Target, Walmart. And maybe that may be the deciding mm. factor because if you took that job seriously and went well there, then I know you'll take my job seriously once you become an accountant, lawyer, doctor, whatever you want to be, management in any type of level. And so I want to make sure that our audience know, students know that, hey, take the job seriously, even though it's just a job for you, but it's, it's somebody else's livelihood. 
Yeah, and this and, and um also too, I want to add on. You know, you can take that job mm-hmm. and make a career. Mm-hmm. Um, learn it if you're not gonna go to college, and you're not gonna go to the military, and you're not gonna start a a business or something. Mm-hmm. Take the job and learn it. Learn it for the skills. Work your way up. Who knows? You you you, you may work up in corporate. Mm-hmm. You may get that vice president job. You mm-hmm. may get that CFO job. Mm-hmm. You don't know. But your attitude mm-hmm. is is key. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna have bad days? Oh, we all do. Career careers, you gonna have bad days with careers because it's something that you want. It's something that you fight for. It ain't just a job that you just clock in and go home. It's something because you want to learn and you want to be the better version of yourself tomorrow than you were today. That's the difference between a career and a job. Mm-hmm. And people can't, you can make a living working at fast food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got an uh, example. There was this guy, He's uh, he was my director of operation at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I'm trying to get him to be a client and a uh, recruit now. Mm-hmm. And so um, he worked up to become the uh, director of, of an operation. He was making six figures a year. But he took his money and he invested. Mm-hmm. And now he wanted to buy a house up here in Charlotte mm-hmm. at the 300000 Mm-hmm. He just left for a trip in Africa sometime this year. Mm-hmm. So so he doing very good for himself. Mm-hmm. It's just your mindset. You got to you got to listen for information. You got to get with the right people mm-hmm. and make your money work for you. And um yeah, you gotta be educated about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you and you do, and I think also within the contents, another reason why at the Career Education Learning Center we also stress entrepreneurship is that you can take those skills and all that stuff that you learn, budgeting, inventory, and leadership position, and take that if you work in a restaurant and open up your own business, or either do better than that, buy the franchise, right? Go ahead and earn enough money. Have your own business or earn enough money to where you got a good credit, as you say about financial literacy, get good credit, and able to buy your own franchise. So all that can go in that contest just by you working at a restaurant or fast food. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's other things that I'm trying to get students and I've and listen to understand is that you can take a small job. And I knew a person that worked at Chick-fil-A, young lady that um, she worked in high school and moved up for four years, moved all the way up to a, a assistant manager to management, right? And so yeah. just think about it. If she saved her money for the next 10, 15 years with good credit or whatever, you know, maybe she's able to become an owner of a franchise or they do a different Chick-fil-A, but if you was a franchise that McDonald's talk about, maybe buy your own franchise, right? Or get into that yeah. franchise industry because, or get uh, a franchise that you feel is best. But you already had that leadership skills, buzzing in inventory, everything that takes to be a leader and apply that to your leadership skills as far as entrepreneurship. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, because now some places allow you to uh, the chance to franchise, mm-hmm. like Steak and Shake, Burger King, Bojangles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you work there, you work your way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, 
one day you a general manager, one day the next week you you a business owner. Right. So so it can happen, but but uh, but uh, like I said, you got to have a good attitude. You got to read. Mm-hmm. Don't read junk. Read books. Mm-hmm. Read Seth and Wholesome because Seth and may jump out at you mm-hmm. and there's some valuable information. Um, one thing people need to learn about the cash flow quadrant, they need to know about that. Mm-hmm. There's a good way to see where you at and mm-hmm. see where, how it value mm-hmm. your, yourself. Mm-hmm. See yourself work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like, you like you're an employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this person will tell you that your time worth fifteen dollars mm-hmm. an hour, but they get paid thousand dollars. They get paid millions of dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing that we want to stress. And again, that's why I had you on the show today, my friend. Is that you can take what you have, like you said before, mm-hmm. apply those skills, even at the fast food industry and the management. And go and become an entrepreneur or own that franchise or another franchise because you have the leadership, the skills, the discipline, you know what it takes, you know how to relate to people and the customers to do that. And so definitely on the next time that you come on our show, and Mackenzie, I hope you do come back on our show again, we want to talk about financial literacy and insurance and how is that important even for young people to learn at an early age. And as you know, the earlier that you learn this stuff, then the better off that you're going to be down the line. And I think that would tie in um, with with people um, viewing um, their career options or take mm-hmm. the job seriously. When you learn, um, we have financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, a lot of people grew up, they didn't have financial literacy. Mm-hmm. So it should be taught at home, but it wasn't. And um, I know a manager right now don't even know how to write a check. She uh, she's in her fifties. Wow, wow! So that's that's one thing that we definitely need to address. And I try to show her how to write a check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so she had to call the owner and see was I correct. And the owner said, "Yeah, you, you don't know how to write a check, mm-hmm. you know." And that's sad. You yeah, know, yeah. Well, the young, young people today, you know, they don't write checks today. You know, I mean, a lot of times they just get that car and they tap it or use their phone. So it's definitely a total uh, shift of how we use currency today, right? How we use transactions, yeah, you know, everything by, by computer, everything by wires, and everything else. And so it's just something they have to learn there. But before we go, Mackenzie, uh, are there any advice that you have for our young people and voice audience members today? My best advice is, you know. Let's learn, mm-hmm. learn, grow, uh, have a positive attitude. Yes, you're going to have some bad days, but stay positive. And you will, you will stand out and you will have the skills, the knowledge, um, the best attitude to go even further in life. Um. Yeah. You know, you you got it in you. Just you know, just just stay true to yourself. You. I like that. Just stay true. Well, thank you, Mackenzie, again for coming on our show today, and I like to thank our viewers and listeners for joining me, Mitchell Rivers, 
on the Career Education Learning Center podcast, where we make your career dreams a reality. God bless.